Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. From Paramount Pictures. My name's Ellie. It's my husband, Pete. We adopted three kids. Critics and audiences are falling in love with Instant Family. Mark Wahlberg. Rose Byrne. Octavia Spencer. In a real-life story that's relatable and totally entertaining. Should we give them a kiss goodbye? I don't know. Heartwarming and hilarious. There you go. The biggest surprise of the holidays. We might have a little bit of a knack for this. Eh, I beg to differ. Instant Family in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. It's the people, and then like you know, you know, motherfuckers try to act like they're all real, and then fucking. No, don't talk about that, bro. Yeah, because I feel like a loser, you know. And when you're a loser, you know what I mean. You just kind of like tell people, you know, up front all your, you know, character defects and shit. No, it's true because I was telling Felipe before you walked in here a couple. You, we ran into you a couple times, like me and other comedians and shit. Yeah. And we're chilling at a like seven, eight years ago at a that In and Out on Sunset, and you came in there, ate a burger real quick. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys hang out with Felipe, huh? Well, yeah, yeah. I remember you, man. Cool. Felipe's growing his hair out, huh? He's like kind of dirty, huh? He's like that's how like I, a rock that's, that's how I sound, dude. No, <laughs> that's, that's how your I impression. Of me right now, dude? <laughs> no, that's that's like, like, you're doing like a white dude uh, from the beach. Yeah, no, but that's how you, you know. Those are the accents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, no, it's a fucking. Hey, dude. Uh, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Korean American from San Diego, California. You know what I'm saying? So um, he's like dirty, huh? He's like a rock star. It's fucking awesome, huh? And we're like, yeah, what the fuck? This already knows, dog. And then another time you told us about you were in Alhambra and you did the spot. Rick Ramos used to run the room. We were there yeah. with Joey Diaz, and then we're hanging out. Blue at- Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, that's the rules, yeah. Whoa, you get excited, huh? Ah, dude, this is what's up with that. Because we're, we're talking about showcasing and shit, and you're saying one time that you were showcasing for Montreal and shit at the main yeah, room of the I never store. went. Well, yeah, and you then you, bought, you no, bombed wow. so hard that you were shivering and somebody had to get you off stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, I and cried, shit, I cried. Yeah, and motherfuckers will never say that shit, dude. Oh, yeah, no, I bombed so bad I cried on stage. Damn. Yeah, and he was, because you know fools. That's why nice put a leather jacket on him. Get over here, Bobby. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Who did this? Man. Yeah, I mean, I've cried so many times during showcases because it's like I've never been to Montreal, right? So then you feel like you're not a part of the cool group. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to be yeah. a part of, like, in high school, like, I was there. always with the nerds and stuff, and I want to be a part of the cool group, but they never invite me. So it makes me sad, and I cry. 
Because you're like a fucking warrior on that little stage, dog. You'd be rocking it, dude, and you'd be like, dude, this fool's bad as fuck. And for you not to be up in that mix, you're like, what well, the no, fuck but is wrong? The, now they invite me and they do stuff. Hey, you're going to do the gook show. <laughs> yeah, right? Man. You're going to yeah. do the ethnic show with yeah, Sebastian yeah. Malakowski <laughs> and Alonzo Bowden <laughs> and Ashira, Ashira, whatever her name was. Did we start already or what? Yeah, we started a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fool? Podcast up? with Felipe Esparza and Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We have Bobby Lee here, people. Yeah, uh, All the dude. way from San Diego. No, I live here now, though. <laughs> the yeah. first time I saw Bobby Lee, bro, that fool was dressed like Chucky, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking tennis shoes, fucking Converse, a red T-shirt, and overalls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wore rollerblades. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know how to dress. I mean, first showed up to a comedy store. Yeah, it was. It, it was him that? and fucking what's his name, Noe. Oh, Gonzalez. Okay, yeah, long here. Like Have you <laughs> He's a perfect circle. <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> he like evolved into like a a, a vegetable. You know, he looked, like, he looked like Lee Sia with no podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened to him? He ate a lot. You know, <laughs> doing those fluffy shows. I think he started eating too much, man. Hanging out with a little fluffy. Yeah. He was, was, he was like the little guy next to Jabba the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hungry? No. <laughs> weaky, weaky, bro. Is he still with him or no? Hell no. Hell no. He got cut loose. He did. Loose. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was always competitive with me, dude. Well, hey, I noticed that because you guys, um, you guys were like the first dudes that went on tour with when Mencia, yeah. right? Back in the day when yeah, Mencia yeah, was yeah, blowing yeah. up in the nineties, right? Late nineties. Yeah. And I've always seen that in him because I uh, remember, um, you know, there was another comedian saying that that fool had an issue being humble when he was with Mencia because he would come into rooms, can't get up, he'll take off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he was competitive with me and like, like, kind of like grouchy around me and stuff because I started getting things and stuff, and I just feel I'm not in competition with nobody, man. Because it's like in this business, you know, you're hot one minute, you're not, and then you're hot again. It doesn't matter. This is life. Yeah. You know, people like, uh, you know, in life, people have to go to work on Monday from 8 to 5 or whatever every day, and they barely make any money, and like, we get to do this. This is great, uh, regardless of what's going on, you know? So if regardless. You got, <laughs> yeah, regardless. If you got a movie, I'd be like, yeah, I'm stoked, you know, because that's great. You deserve it, you know? We're just here to play. Probably in line, bro. I remember I walked into places like I had a. I met the the main people from Mad TV, uh-huh. and they told me it was because Bobby Lee told them about me over oh, and over. Hell yeah, dude! And I had no agent, no manager. Went in there like a soldier, bro. Just met everybody, <laughs> got to meet everybody, and tell me no. <laughs> but it was because of Bobby Lee. That's what's up, huh? Yeah, I um, well, I you know, I always loved you. Bro. He's always giving people help, like helping out people on the sides. Like You're I saw cool, you on. Uh, this is not happening when um, with Ari Shafir and Steve Ramanizzi. What's his name? Ramanizzi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ramanizzi. Ramanizzi. Ramanizzi, bro. He was, he was at the San, San Bernardino shooting, bro. <laughs> he really was. He was a San Bernardino survival shooter. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I see someone got him this fucking time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was there in Hiroshima. Did you know that? <laughs> he left town right before that bomb hit. Yeah, oh. man. He was holding the camera where Mencia walked up to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Sitting next to fucking Rosa Parks, that guy. Yeah, bro, you, you didn't see him, bro. He's yeah, one of the little it. fools running on the Led Zeppelin bombing <laughs> at the Hindenburg. Fucking Hindenburg, <laughs> yeah, you know. You yeah, remember when the, when, when the snake made Adam eat the apple? He was there, dude. <laughs> he was in a tree looking down. <laughs> he was yelling out timber. <laughs> Yo, dude, I called Steve after that, man. But you know, bad. he told you too. 
He told you that he put, it was, it was a survivor, but you knew where, him when he first I, I got here. Knew, I thought it was a joke. I always knew it as a joke, and um, I never took him seriously because it was in, in play. And I just, you know, I called him. I said, "Are you okay?" Because it's like for me, I never really believed him one hundred percent. And because you know, like Dice used to call him number two from Building Number Two. You know what I mean? So people, Fuck! right? There's so no two, like, two over there. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So it's Fuck! Like, yeah, and really, so, dog. But in a joking way, right? So you never think, you know, you know, you exaggerate things, you know. And it's like I don't. I mean, he's a friend of mine, so you know, I'm defending him, you know. But I just, I always thought of it as a joke, you know. But um. But then he said it in, uh, in the like bigger podcast. Yeah, big, Mark Maron, like, like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Just what's happening? He fucking lied to us too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things where it, you know, you get sympathy a little bit when you talk about. Maybe he probably said it as a joke at first, and then right. you really realize that people, you know, when you're young and you're hungry and you're trying to make it in the business, and that was one of those things where it was a good conversation starter or whatever. And he maybe took it too far, maybe you know. Rodrigo used to say that Pancho Villa raped his grandma. <laughs> it was consensual. He has an El Paso, man. He, came in. he shot the clock. He made it stop. <laughs> Ripped those panties down. She doesn't wear no panties. She for eight balls. <laughs> yeah, man. You ever lied before? Me? Not really, dog. I don't really lie. I'm one of those dudes, this motherfucker ain't going to say shit, dog. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Nah, nah, I'm not one of those motherfuckers that exaggerates or lies to get a spot or, you know what I mean? Not yeah. That shit. Not Have you ever faked an intro like, you know, like, hey, say this about me and then like it's not true? I, I've had people say shit oh, like, oh, dude, you've seen this dude on such and such. It's like, dude, what's up? All right, whatever. Dude, give me a fucking break. I didn't ask you to say that fucking credit. Yeah, I, I confront people. You, you don't like, I hate that shit, dude. I'll walk up to a comic. Oh, you were on The Tonight Show? <laughs> And they'll go, no, then why'd you have that host say that? Because let me tell you something right now. When people lie, right, it takes away from what the actual thing is, right? Yes, no, I totally feel does. that way, dude. Yeah. Like, if you were, like, on a show, like, you know, and they, they said that they were on the show, it takes away your, you know what I mean, ability, really, almost. Your, like, achievements, you know? Like, a, like what's the name, Mom? Uh, I don't know, what's his name, that comedian? He, he's from, uh, or, uh, he from, he does it on Terror Improv a lot. He was saying that he was, he was on a George Lopez show. He was never on a George Lopez show. <laughs> yeah. He was driving a van, passing out merch, pro yeah. pro promoting the George Lopez George show. Lopez fucking statuettes all over the stores. Hey, watch the George Lopez show. Yeah, as seen on the George Lopez show. Yeah. He wasn't even a, a go-to guy. Not even a. He wasn't even a fucking atmosphere. Not even a Not even a man in the streets. <laughs> That's why you should confront them. And, but you know, you know what's crazy about that shit right now? Because I've always felt like that, but I've always felt that I don't have enough fucking clout to say shit to people. Yeah. Man, shut the fuck up. What you done? Uh, local comedy jam? But like now people say, if you go up to somebody and say that shit, they'll be like, oh, he's a dick, dude. That fucking comic's bitter. Why are you saying that? Nah, motherfucker. Fucking hater, bro. Justice right there. Yeah, it's not that. It's like, I know we always walk around because we don't want people to like us and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm the number one guy. I'm very needy. You know, I want people to love me, dude. But it's like. There's it comes to a point where you have to confront some. I mean, like when Rogan, Rogan without Rogan, Mencia, Mencia wouldn't have changed, right? And like you know, regardless of how he approached it or what he did, it's like, you know, he had to do what he thought was he thought it was right, you know. And I feel bad about the whole Mencia thing, man. Yeah, it was crazy. But it's like it stopped. I, it stopped. Yeah, it stopped. Yeah, yeah, it quick, did. Quick question about that whole shit. Where was that fool's openers when that shit was going down? Did he just yeah, yeah. me? No, no, not you. Like you know, no, you Cristella, looked at me. You looked at me and Cristela, like, like Trevino, Trevino the yeah. ones that were with them at that particular time, because you were there way before. Yeah, but I still saw it. Oh, you, oh, you see, I you didn't were know there. Was, well, you you see what's going on stage. Yeah. And you go, oh, that sounds like you know Bill Hicks. But oh, you know, I didn't know. Was, 
Well, that whole thing about the L.A. riots bit, you know what I mean? All that yeah. stuff is, it's a hit, you know? Oh, yeah. Keep driving, you know what I mean? When the, you know, the guy got, got pulled out that truck and stuff. Like, that's, you know, not really original, you know? But you see it, he does it in his own way, and you think, oh, that's what, I'm a kid. So I'm like, that's what, I guess that's how what people do. I never did it. What did Jeff Cutler say? Just Paul Mooney is Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black people this, black people that. But, you know, you, like, um, I don't know what Trevino got, I mean, Thought, no, they were there that night though, oh, right? Yeah. When they all went down, and nobody had his back. It seemed like nobody had his back. I was there. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were there. Dog. In the OR, when yeah, I, yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah, I mean, wow. I was in the back, going, "What the fuck is going on here? This is crazy." Yeah, it was like an assault on that fool because then that fool went up, the other dude. Oh and then my god! They circled that fool. That fool actually just left the mic and fucking walked off. Fuck you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been the best. Karate thing to chopped do. that mic, that, that cameraman. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny, you know, the two dudes that like, you know, they should have just went at it. Fuck it, dog. Oh, in a fight? Yeah, because the other fool oh, would have murdered him, huh? Oh, my. Not only, have you s- touched Joe Rogan? No, I've never touched him. I've that touched one. him before. Not not in a gay way. <laughs> like, how's your dick? I didn't ever do that, right? But if you shake his hand, dude, that dude is strong as fuck, bro. A little gorilla? Not, not even just, he, it's like literally rock. I mean, he would destroy, like break, he would internal bleeding, the whole thing. Messi would have died. But, <laughs> but can he dance? <laughs> Yeah. But can he dance? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no. thank you very That'll much. That'll be 50-50 right there, dude. Yeah, yeah. But can he right? do a little tango? <laughs> can he walk up to a woman and go, would you like to, would you like to dance in a nightclub? Is he that kind of confidence? Like Joe yeah. Diaz, ugly as fuck. <laughs> to walk up to ladies and talk. Is he charming? <laughs> See, that's the difference. Is he charming? Nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you open for a lot of people, right? A lot of people. Who, like gay? Gabriel Iglesias. Um... Russell Peters. Yeah. Paul Rodriguez, right? Paul Rodriguez, George Lopez. Those were, those were the good days, huh? Yeah, man. I loved opening. They were giving me money. Yeah, dude. And you no me happy for two months. <laughs> 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 like, Russell Peters would give me a check and go like, well, are you serious, man? Because normally I get this for a whole week with Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said the pressure's not there. You know, as a headliner, I fucking hate it, dude. Even pressure, now? Ah, I mean, it's fine, but it's like... You worry about numbers, you worry about who's coming, you know, but like when you're opening, dude, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I would kill for like 15, 20 minutes and then like pull pussy out of the room. You that's know what I mean? Stand by the restroom. Yeah, that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what Jackson Purdue said? He said, any girl that says to you, you're funny, means that they want to have sex with you. So you, and you, he said, go back to the restroom. Hang lean, you know what I mean? Pretend like, oh no, this is how I usually hang out. And then if some, <laughs> some girl goes, some girl goes, hey, I think you're funny. Then boom, 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 you're in. You know what I mean? Not for me though. I had a harder time, you know, because I'm so ugly. You know, not fat. I'm fat. <laughs> you gotta stand right there, man. Like you know, where the where the hell, where the headliner is killing it with like your drink, you know, and you see what people are laughing. Then you see somebody get up to the restroom. That's when you sneak whack. <laughs> like you, you, you go to the restroom like you weren't there, like a pervert watching women get up. <laughs> you go to the restroom and you catch her going into the. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you going back in? Then you're on the way out. You catch him again. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> what calculating? One time I opened for Polly in Columbus, and these two white girls come up to me and they go, "We think you're funny." I go, "Cool, thank you." And they go, "Hey, we want to blow you." I go, oh, thank you. <laughs> so we go into a limo, right? That Polly had a limo there, but he also had a tour bus, right? Damn. I'm in a limo while Polly's on stage, and these two girls are having at it, right? With my little guy, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, <laughs> I hear a door open. I hear this. What about me, dude? <laughs> what the fuck, man? And I go, that, what? 
<laughs> he grabs them by the wrist, pulls them out of the limo, and brings them to his tour bus. Now I'm sitting there with you know an erection, crying, anger, tears, resentment. You know what I mean? Oh, resentment, and, resentment. Doc! and I'm sitting there going, "This motherfucker right here." But you can't do nothing because he's he owns a comedy club in L.A. You know what I mean? He's a, you know, I'm a regular there. What am I gonna do? Kill him? <laughs> the reason you're there. So you know what I did? I said, you know what? I'm gonna fight for my own. So I went into the tour bus, opened up his room in the back. I sat right next to him, and we both did it, which was weird. But you know what? It's be better that that than the other thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? murder. You know Instead what I mean? of being drinking off angry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like Willie, where do I, I said, Willie, where do I put mine, bro? And then he taped me. He fucking had a video camera, and he started taping me. Until this day, I asked him for that tape. He said, no, for blackmail, I think. <laughs> because he taped me doing all kinds of weird things in there, man. You know, I shouldn't have done that. That's one of my biggest regrets in life. <laughs> blackmail, I think. Like, you know, I, I did some, like, things. I, I think I slapped a dude because another guy came in. I slapped his ass and stuff. It was, like, weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't know why I brought that up, but, you know what I mean? That's, that he has that tape. I'm, I need that tape. But that's funny, man. He walked, hey, 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 buddy, how about me? <laughs> he grabs him by the wrist, fool, where you control humans, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's power, bro. Hell yeah, that's dog. Like, they're like, you know what? There was still enough. You know, Polly Shore must have killed, bro, to grab those two chicks like this and pull them out because that fool thinking about numbers up there or fucking half of the theater's empty. <laughs> my fucking green room, my green room sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Bobby Lee's getting a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The wheeze ain't having this, buddy. I must have made him so angry, huh? You know what, you're right. That's his, though, right? Yeah. I'm the opener, and I took what was his. You're over there biting on his pizza, Bobby. I know, dude. So I guess it's my bad. He wasn't going to eat it all, though. Uh, that's right. <laughs> that's true. That what happened to Sin, bro. Remember that guy Sin and Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons, dude. What happened to Gene Simmons? No, we had a guy here from the band... The, the, the um, ministry. Mi ministry, right? And he said that he went to go check out some, some show, right? And he was making out with some chick right before um, when the headliner was up there, which is probably Kiss. Yeah. And then somebody said, oh, you better hide her, man, if um, if Gene Simmons comes out. But he goes, wait a minute. Took, but he took, not only did he take out his chick, he took Gene Simmons' chick, too. Oh, no. Bobby Lee style. <laughs> Gene Simmons came out, bro, with his fucking long-ass tongue and grabbed her, her brother, arm. <laughs> Oh my, he must have been mad too, huh? I, I bet. Dude. You know what? I have to apologize right now to Polly. I just thought about it, dude. It was my bad. That was his property. And I, I and I crossed the line. I apologize, man. But you we know? need the fucking tape. Yeah, I need the tape. Man. I don't see that crossing the line, huh? Fuck, nah, fool. Only if you were in the tour bus, that would be crossing the line. But think about it this, though, dude. If I was, like, no one knew me at the time, right? And the only reason why these people are there is because of him. Right, so they paid money and stuff, and I'm in the back while I, while he's working, trying to do some snake shit. Even though they offered, you know what I mean? Yeah, I should have been like, you know what? Let's wait for the sh after the show and see what happens. You know? Nah, what you man. Think? I wouldn't know. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. Er, nah. I, took it. I took it. I took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take you, it. You think about that now, but back then when it's happening, you don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You you're feel right. like all of a sudden, what? I'm wearing a fucking cape. <laughs> Yeah, 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 When people like you, like you, it like is you. It's new, man. It never happened to me, though, but it's still. <laughs> also, dude, I never got laid until I was 23. Because I couldn't You're not get alone, Rodrigo. I was 25. Dude. You were 25? Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I couldn't get none. Because I wasn't like, I was so like, I couldn't even look at girls in the eyes. I, really, I, would, I would shiver, dude, when I saw a girl because 
I was always small and not that popular and stuff. And like, as soon as I started doing stand up, it it came. And I think the reason why I do it is that. <laughs> That was one of the driving motivations of like having no money and also I'm never going to get laid. And so it's like whenever it came up, you know, in, in my early days, I took it, you know. Hell yeah, dog. Y you, you got to take it when you can. You got to grab it, bro. Yeah, I used to not grab it, dog. I used to say, no, I'm cool. I don't want a disease. I just came here to do comedy. And then this fool get mad. Get on the dance floor, dog. Come on, they want you, dog. <laughs> I'm like, just stand there, bro. <laughs> Wait, you were a virgin then? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. I said, get on the dance floor, bro. They're going to be there's a lot of guys dancing, but they're going to notice the comedian on the dance floor first. <laughs> what was the first one? The first time I got laid? Yeah. Fuck, dude, it was in uh, that show over there that we did in San Jose, dog. Well, tell me what happened. Uh, the girl had a dragon tattoo. <laughs> yeah, dude, she had a rocking body. Her friend was better, though. That's the one I really wanted. But sometimes you got to settle for what sure, likes you. Sure, sure. So um, the whole time we're going around, and, uh, and <laughs> Mondo was like, hey, he's a virgin, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, it was cool because the chicks were right next to oh, my God, we got to get a condom. <laughs> yeah, man, this girl running around asking everybody for condoms in the club. In San Jose, nobody had none. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucked her in the electrical room, dog. No. For like 30 fucking Wait, in, minutes. in the club? Yeah, in the club. In the, I, we couldn't find I played it. that room. Where was it? In the, ba in what, the, the mop room. room. Yeah, because oh, the they, they had a backstage room, but people would come in, and I was like, what the fuck? Fuck this, dude. Yeah, yeah. I ain't a freak like that, you know? Not you yet were, or then. You raw dogged it? No, dude. But, um, yeah, dude. So And I don't know why I couldn't fucking come, dude, but it was for days. And, dude, I, shoot, yeah, I had her doggy style. I had her sit, dude. Fucked up her <laughs> knees. Chipped her toenails to the ground. <laughs> uh, it was tight, dog. But it, I felt like, I, I felt shameful, though, when I walked out. I felt like a beast or something. Yeah. And then she went to sleep in her friend's car. Hard, dog. Oh, she didn't want to come, wanna come back in. <laughs> she wanna fuck Fred Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, but dad, but do. <laughs> so you didn't climax at all. Yeah, I thought I came on that. Oh yeah, dog. yeah. Yeah, I took the condom off. Fucking started coming in the air and shit. Oh, it feels wow. so good. Yeah, I was like, fuck, dude, it feels so good. And I never fuck with a condom on another side. It feels so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was tight though, dude. It was refreshing, you know? So then once that happened, room, you started right? happened regularly or what? Yeah, but then I kind of stopped. Like, I was like, dude, fucking nothing but lying-ass bitches. And you know what I mean? It's, it gets weird with me. Like, I'm like, fucking, I'm more like, you know, conversationalist. And if I don't like certain shit, fucking smells, looks, and fucking. There ain't no steam room, huh? I'm out of here, dog. Fuck. Yeah, I'm a relationship guy, man. Yeah, man, I like that shit, dude. You know? But I always feel fucking, not dirty, but I always feel empty when they don't come back or you don't, you know, it's like a one-night stand type thing. I'm yeah. Like, dude, I'm it over It's gross dude. out there, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is, dog. It's better to have just a monogamous thing now, you know? I'm 44 now, though, you know? So it's like, what am I going to do? It's just better to do this. <laughs> then I got a cute girl, a pretty girl, you know? And I and we're, I met, I met her on Tinder like two and a half years ago, and we, but she lives at my house, and she cooks. She's great. You know what I mean? We do a, the podcast that I'm on. Tiger Belly, you know, that's Tiger on Belly ATC2. Podcast? Yeah, on ATC2. It's like, she, it's her and I, you know, co-doing it. So it's 50-50, and it's like, it's a great thing, but I can't do go out there and do that no more, man. Can you? I can't, man. No. I can't worry about them. Um, you gonna, guys are together, right? I can't, I, I, can't, married, yeah. I can't think about it because I was thinking about, man, what am I going to catch this time? <laughs> I've been lucky too many times not to catch anything, Hell you know? Yeah, don't I don't know. want to bring nothting back to my wife. <laughs> how, how was the road? It was awesome, man. How was the Kosovo, though? <laughs> I can't do that, man. Over here, shining, like before, bro. I didn't care, man. Like I see, oh, the girls, and I see, okay, you never, I see a cold sore. This dirty ass bitch. Yeah, but I never fool. thought it was because of me. Right? No, I know, dog. Fuck that feeling, dog. How long have you guys been married? A year, a year anniversary right. last year anniversary. last week. This nine yeah, nine years. Yeah. Still the nine years. Married at the Laugh Factory. I remember. Yeah. 
I mean, you guys been together for a long time. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Man. You know, yeah, yeah, it's good, dude. <laughs> you know, it's better because you go on the road, you come home to to a great girl, and it's great. You know, good what I mean? vegan food. You guys vegan? Now? Yeah, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> this was like four what? years now. Wait, wait, you don't eat meat? No, no, no. meat. No cheese, no milk, nothing no. with a shadow. <laughs> wow, you feel great. You look yeah, great. I feel good. Yeah. Is it because you like you love animals and stuff? No, I, it was my health at first. Started bleeding out of my ass, you know. Whoa. Eating too much meat. <laughs> Do you really blood blood coming out of your butthole? Yeah, man. I was like a this mean ass hemorrhoid, but I didn't know what a hemorrhoid was. You were low carbon. I was low carbon. So stuff. I was a lot of protein and no water uh, and no cheese. So just imagine eating steak and cheese every day without. <laughs> Nothing, no, not going to the bathroom. Wow, dude. So I had a little baby, man. I was doing Lamaz and everything. <laughs> For me, I think I'm gonna, I want to go that direction because the thing is, is that I, like, I used to hate animals. Like, I used to try to run kittens over in my car. My brother Angel right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't give a fuck. But then my girlfriend had a cat, right? She, then the cat moved into my house, and I fell in love with the cat. And then so then I got another cat. And then I got another cat, and now I'm like 100% into animals and shit. And it's like, and like, there's this thing every year called the Yulin Dog Eating Festival. You've heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, they do that every year, and I look at photos. It makes me f- so fucking angry. And then I thought, I eat cows, you know? And it's like, I might as well, I have to stop, huh? Because I love animals, you're right? Uh, but you know the cute ones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but it's not fair, though, right? We, we eat the fat, ugly animal, right? And the cute ones we keep alive. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, hamsters don't get eaten. <laughs> oh yeah, hamsters don't. No, no, they're too cute. They're too cute. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I think I'm gonna stop maybe. But how do you do it slowly? Slowly, man. Start with just not drinking regular milk at first. Oh really? Yeah, just drink almond milk or soy milk or whatever kind so of. So if you and I right when to celebrate, I go hey, let's go to Morton's. I'll buy you a steak. You won't eat it. No man. <laughs> I I sat with uh, Russell Peters. At uh, Las Vegas, where everybody is eating steak and lobster and garlic bread. Good eating, bro. Like, Hell yeah. And I'm just looking over there. Um, they're making me a big um, heirloom tomato with olive oil and garlic and a big mushroom. Wow. And what you eat? What are you eating? Like artichokes? That's what that, I'm eating. All that. Wow. Even when we're over Salads. there in, uh, in uh, McAllen, you have, you know, they baked you and cut you up vegetables and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, tofurkey. And you, you don't, in your heart, go, like, oh, I want some meat. Nah. You, so you're cool with it. Before I would, you know, like, yeah, I miss a hamburger, a yeah. cheeseburger from that train station we always to see you at. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that hot dog place called? Uh, Carney's. Carney's, Carney's yeah. yeah. When I passed with there, I missed, like, the, a steak from there, like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or nachos. Oh, yeah. No. That's really cool, man. I did not or know fish. that about you. That's great. It was coming for her, right? No, I started first. She was raised vegan, though, but I started her, I started her again. Wow. When she met me, when my wife met me, I got her into um, a number five, bro. <laughs> Jack in the box, chicken, so, um, spicy sandwich, <laughs> yeah, and ranch, yeah, yeah. and cheese, <laughs> and fries, and mozzarella sticks. That's two in the morning. Two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's Sometimes, man, I'll be like, I'll be st- fucking high going, man, you know what? I know it's three in the morning, but that Jack in the box over there on Glendale is open. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah. I know that girl. <laughs> oh, fuck. She has three kids. <laughs> I'm going to do it, dude. You just inspired me. Plus, I read a book called um, uh, Forks Over Knives, and a documentary, Forks Over Knives. Forks Over Knives. You read The Omnivore's Dilemma. And I read The Omnivore's Dilemma. It's a book about it. They explain to you how, how breakfast became breakfast, how everybody decided to eat um, hot dogs. No, yeah. no. Sausage and eggs and pancakes. Fucking industry, huh? You know, industry. Yeah. You know, to, get, to keep the farmer happy. 
and yeah, brains yeah, yeah. and all that. And I don't, like HMOs and all that. I mean, I've been reading up on that stuff. It's bad. I know it's bad for you, dude. But so are drugs, bro. I used to do them. <laughs> yeah, you don't do drugs anymore? No, man. Pot even? Pot, yeah. But I used to do a lot of crack. crack. You smoke crack? Back in the day. But I stopped, what, five years ago? Six years ago. Six? In 2009. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I have 14-year sober. You know that, right? No. I'm in AA and everything. Oh, you told us that crazy-ass story that happened to you on Mad TV, right? Oh, where I shit my pants? Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were there when Artie Lang was there or after? After. After. What? Artie Lang was all cooked up in that pig face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his book. Like, I, um... Who was your drug of choice? Because you went to rehab when you were younger, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. In high school, I went to rehab twice. And then, well, three times. And then in my, when I was on Mad TV... I went to rehab because they fired me after the second year because of the drugs, and they hired me back. What were you on? I was doing like 50 Vicodins a day, drinking 24 hours a day. God damn. Yo, I fucking hated my life, dude. Oh, Vicodins do to you? Yeah, fool. Because when I got on that show, though, it's They're like- Haters? They, they, didn't, they didn't like me, man. Yeah, show, you told me that one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, me, me and Gabe, I think it was me, him, and Gabe walked up to you. We had to, how, how was uh, Matt TV? Oh, that main guy's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they-, they no one would say hi to me. Really? And then like you were like first stoler. Yeah, and then you know Jill Michelle Melian, right? Yeah. So they hired us, right? And like they hired a couple of white dudes. Well, who they're friends of mine, like Ike and Josh Myers and these guys, and they would be used all the time. And like me and Jill Michelle, because she's Hispanic, we really didn't get it much, right? And she, we would cry, you know, and like, oh, this sucks. And then she goes one day, I'm gonna complain. Fuck this. She she went to the top to the boss and started crying and you know how good girls sometimes do it you know what I mean and, <laughs> and but, the, it, but everyone underneath the boss started getting resentful and then when it came down they fired her but me I didn't say much because I was just like fuck it I'm just gonna get loaded and I just stayed in my dressing room you know what I mean and then they wouldn't fire me because there was always after like because you, you would work for six weeks and then they would renegotiate or whatever and I was I would always do one thing to make them go ah, oh, let's keep them on like one crazy thing. I was lucky, but then after sec- the second year, I was like dying, like literally dying. And then they said, they gave me an intervention. Fox and uh, the executive sat me down and said, you're, we can see that you're dying and you need to stop. And I'm like, I'm gonna wear a sweater, I'm sweating. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll stop. And then they, go, they wrote me a Connie Chung sketch. And I've told this story before. And um, the day before, I, I had Duncan Trussell come to my house, he took all of my Vicodin and it just ran away. He made me a fish dinner and then drove away. And then that night, I'm like shaking, shitting, you know, I'm scared. And then I go on to the lot to do rehearsals and I can't believe they didn't fire me during the rehearsal because I couldn't even talk. Like my, my, my mouth was shivering. And then they put the Connie Chung makeup and they put me in the dress and they put me on a, on a set and there's like, you know, 300 people, you know, t- cameras. The lights go out and they go three, two, one. The light come on, right? And I hear action. I go, good evening. I'm and then and when I said Connie, I shit my pants and it squirted on my butthole. You know how shit does that? Damn, wet shit. Wet shit. Yeah, it squirted. Hershey squirts. Yeah, Hershey squirts. That's what they call it, right? Yeah. yeah. And they go shh like that, and then um, all of a sudden I hear cut, and then just pandemonium. Like just you know, white dudes in suits running around me, going, screaming at people. You know, oh my! Right, I'm God. in like a fucking haze, and I have people like cleaning it up from my stockings. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, I get dragged off of the set. 
I'm in a dressing room, and then, you know, I'm fired, and then I'm packing up my dressing room. I remember the crying. I'm also sick because I'm still shitting. And then I just, I remember going into my GTI, barely getting home, and then the next day I woke up in a hospital. It was crazy. Damn. And they fucking, I got sober, and then two months later they hired me back. And you had like a one-to-one with Quincy, right? Or, so, or so, you told us some executive or some the creator of the show you had a one to one like yeah. I'm having a human to human conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, David back. Salzman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. guy that owns it. Yeah, Quincy Jones' par- partner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were telling. Yeah, him. he 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 talked to me before they hired me back, and and then years later he came up to me again. And he goes, "I've never seen such an improvement. Like you show up, you don't complain, you work hard, and you stay. Like on Monday nights, it's like pitch night." I would just fucking stay there all night long, just, you know what I mean? And not, even if I didn't get shit, I would just go, you know what? I'm gonna fight. You know what I mean? And I fought, which was what normal people do. Normal people don't just go, hey, I don't get what I want. I'm gonna fucking, sh- you know, shoot heroin or drink. They go, you know what? I'm gonna fight. But, you know, I didn't do that. But when they gave me a second chance, I did it. And I've been sober for 14 years ever since. But my point is, is that, you know, you know, the life is that way. I, you know, I fucked up, but you know, I have a disease. That's what they say, and I feel great. I'm glad all that should happen. What are you looking at me like that for, man? No, you're a solid motherfucker. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you sad now? Nah, dude. You're that's fucking, shit. Nah, that's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> it's fucking, dude. Fucking crazy shit, though, dude. You overcame that shit. I was just thinking about man. All the shit comes when you. I, I pooped on myself, man. But I'm thinking, I'm. Wow. Not, not wearing stockings though, man. So like, that means like they gotta pull the stockings off. Yeah, and it's sticking to yes. the like, it, it, the poop acts as an adhesive. Yeah, it's like yes. a shit. Right? So it's, it's like a little neck. Your, yeah, it's, it's like gross. A cheese grater, a shit grater. Yeah, yeah. No, like a little scream, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shit Keith. Like yeah, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> He's cleaning it out, bro. The, the fucking the, the stocking is like shaking it like making gold. <laughs> He's panting. Keeping the corn out, eh? <laughs> wow, so you, you didn't feel poop, the, the poop coming out? Well, no, I mean, you do, but you think that, like, it's going to, like, not like, be seen. got to stay in character. <laughs> yeah, you got to commit. Like, dude, it's like you're on a TV show. You know, you, you can't go... Out like, hey, I'm detoxing off a Viking and I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Can I try again? Plus, it was like a monologue, and I couldn't even say two words. Like I couldn't even speak. Like if I was talking to you, I'd be, ah, ka, ka, ah, yeah, I couldn't talk. <laughs> yeah, ka, 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 yeah. And it's like, but I'm glad all that happened because you know you we know a lot of guys still out there. You know, in our business. I can't believe some of these some of these guys are still alive. Me neither. I mean, I don't want to name names, but dude, there are some guys where you go, "How the fuck are you alive still?" And it's really, and they're super talented, and they would have made it if they just would stop. You know, guys that just were God-given talents, and then they still do fucking meth and crack and all this crazy shit, and you're like, "Wow!" You Every know? time you see them, they're still fucking sweating. <laughs> yeah. But they're still funny, right? Yeah. But then it's like you know you're gonna get the call like so and so passed, right? And like we've all been there where like that happens, and it's just like, but then also you can't do nothing. You can't go up to somebody, a headliner, and go, "Hey, I think that, you know, you know what I've done." Like, there's one guy we all know. I'm not gonna name names, but I have yelled at his like manager and shit. Like, dude, what are you enabling him for? You're booking him all over the country, right? And, you know, you're protecting him, you know what I mean, so that he can make money. 
but it's like you shouldn't be working for him at all. You should be like, dude, I cannot work with you until you're sober because you're going to die. But people don't do that in this business. I know, and you know that, no. and you know this person is a addict. And you, why you give him that? Why you give him a flight at six in the morning? You think he's gonna make that flight? Yeah, he's gonna and wreck his car one day. Mm-hmm. Why you give him a flight at noon? Even though he's a drug addict, give him the flight at noon. Don't give him the six o'clock flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or red eye or something. You know what I <laughs> mean? But like I've I've been at clubs where you look at the calendar in the future and there are pe- question marks behind people's names, right? And it's just like you know. Yeah, that's it, you know. I was wondering what those question marks yeah, were. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see them. Yeah, have you seen those question marks? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm right there getting my, getting my check, you know, rolling up a joint, looking at those question marks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy, had a lot of, this guy had question marks the last club I had. He's <laughs> yeah. like the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know if they're going to show up, you know. <laughs> I know, man, like Mitch Hedberg has sold out the Baltimore Improv, and nobody had ever sold it out before he passed away. He had all six shows sold out. And then he wow. passed away. Wow. Then the Baltimore Improv closed. Did they really? Yeah. Now it's all the letters more goobies. <laughs> wow. That was a tragedy, dude. Do you know him? I mean, I met him a couple times. He was always nice, but like, he was, he was just as a, I was a fan. Me too. Right? Like, his writing was just so original and clever and his <clears throat> switches and his, you know, it was just, you'd never seen anyone deliver jokes. And it just the, the simplest, you know, I mean, hooks and switches. His rhythm, too. Yeah, and man. the rhythm was just so unique, and you 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 would get jealous. You would look at him, and go, God, I I can I don't know if I could ever. That's amazing the way you know, it's, it's, it takes balls to do a jokes that are completely different and from the you know a deep dark portion of your mind. You know, what I mean, that comes up because when young comics start doing it, they mimic other people. Right. Right? So it's like when you're opening up for Mencia, you say, fuck, and you know, and all that stuff, right? <laughs> because you want to, you don't know any better, right? Or you open up for Polly Shore, you're like, dude, you know, what's up, <laughs> right? And it's like, but for Hedberg to be like, no, this is me, and I'm going to do it my way, even though it's never been done in this way before, is so fucking, it's like a once in a, like Bill Burr does it now, right? And Bill is like extremely... He's very honest, you know, and his some of his stuff is so dark, but it's like he has balls and he just does it, and it's like he gets you get rewarded for that, you know. Hit an audience, yeah, people, they're there, <laughs> they're there to see him, yeah, 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 to hear the voice, the rhythm. <clears throat> but you know, I, I'm sorry, the podcast got real dark. Huh? Yeah, man, no, it's all good. <laughs> no, shit. It's all good. Hey, be... Do you think a little bit of had it had to do with the heroin issue that they say like it feeds the soul supposedly? What do you mean? Uh, for Hedberg? No. No. No, no, no. no. So Vicodin, they feed the soul, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Dude, so I'm coming at you like, you know, when they say like musicians, like good music, fucking bad motherfuckers are always heroin addicts and shit, and it, you know, brings something out of you that fucking you might not have never known was there. Yeah, but you know what? You know a lot, I know a lot of guys that weren't, you know what I mean, drug addicts and heroin addicts that put out really good albums. You know, who knows? What if that stuff, if they didn't do it, they'd be even better. You know, no, you're right, know, right? Like, that you makes know, sense, dude. I mean, you look at, like, the earliest Beatles music. is like they weren't doing drugs at that time, right. you know. But, I mean, they were catchy and poppy, but they were hits, huge hits. Yesterday, you know, and then it's when, the like, the hippie movement came and they started doing Sgt. Peppers and Abbey Road and all this stuff, yeah, they were, like, you know, drugs. And, the, you know, it reflects in the music, but still it's like you still don't know, right? And it's like, uh, for me, it's like, you know, I, I, I want people to live, don't you? Oh, no. hell yeah, dude. Fuck all that. Death is fucked up. 
Yeah, like Christop- especially early days. You know Christopher Nolan, right? The director, he did Dark Knight. Yeah, that fool doesn't do crack, but he puts out great movies, dude. You know, you can't do crack and direct a movie. I don't think. No, you probably can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to show up. You know. No, I never looked the, at it that way. That's yeah, just, man. You gotta make sense. You can't be a director on crack. <laughs> Everybody, on. what if you got a cut? You're staring at the floor looking for crack. <laughs> Oh yeah, cut, cut, cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> goat, huh? So, um, yeah. when did you first um audition for the comedy store? Did you audition at the La Jolla or the, <laughs> the big comedy store? What do you mean? Tell you showcase for Mitzi. I didn't do. I didn't showcase it. No, no. I, I was working. Oh, at the shoe in. <laughs> no, it was. Lo- I was working you know? at a coffee shop, in in La Jolla. Okay, dude. And I didn't want even want to do comedy, right? I was. I went to the coffee shop. This is in nineteen ninety. Four, and I got a job at the coffee shop. Next door was the La Jolla Comedy Store. <clears throat> I go to work one day. It says closed forever. The coffee Damn. shop <laughs> because that, that back then you had no cell phones, right? So it's like no one called me or nothing. I just showed up and like, oh my god, I, I need money. What, am I, what the fuck am I gonna do? But next door they had a help wanted sign. We need barbacks. So I went to the comedy store and I used to get change from the manager there. So they kind of knew me. I knocked. Okay, can I get the job? I got the job there. I started washing dishes in the back, and I looked at and I saw open mics. And I, in my head, I'm like, I think I can do it, and I did it, and it was okay. You know, I didn't kill, but I went up there, and it was you know when you first go up on stage, you get so fucking nervous. You know what I mean? And then you're up there, and the lights are so bright, you shake a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's also like you don't know how to what, what's coming out of your mouth isn't how that you rehearsed it, because your mouth is so dry. Dude, <laughs> Hell yeah, you know yeah. I mean? how scary it is. Do you remember? And then all of a sudden, you know, remember the first time you got a laugh? That's the fucking best, dude. That's like better than sex. When you actually <laughs> write something and you tell it in the right way, and the audience laughs for the first time, literally was like a drug to me. In my, I was gleeful. That's mad beauty, dude. Right? You, we, you leave the club on a high, and you try to call people, but they don't. Yeah, understand. I remember those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? You remember when you were on the TV for the first time yeah. and people used to call you? Yeah. Hey, dude, I saw you. I saw you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> on TV. And now you do shit no one calls. Nobody calls. <laughs> no one calls. Not one person calls, bro. Dude, I was on NCIS Los Angeles this year. I played like a bad guy. And I did the premiere episode, right? I got it okay, but like no one called me. They, get, you know, my, they were like, this is the bad, biggest show in the world right now. No one called me. My parents didn't see it. Nobody saw it. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck anymore. Right? I've done a bunch of shit. No one. Get, but in the beginning, dude, I missed those old days, getting laughs, and that was good enough. You know. I remember when I were maybe when I first did comedy, I, I had a, a little tape recorder, the little one with a little, a little disc, a little micro cassette, micro cassette. And I remember I, I did the open mic and I recorded it. And then I was listening to laughs. I was like, what? I kept rewinding it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, and yeah. then I remember showing it. I went to the neighborhood where I grew up, the projects. <laughs> and then there was some homies there selling crack. And I, and I, and I, said, and I just played it. <laughs> I let the, the homie hear it. And that yeah. fool said, oh, this shit's funny, big dog. <laughs> yeah. Shit. But Padre Rodriguez ain't got shit on you, homie. <laughs> yeah. Because he don't know, right? Yeah, you know. He, he only heard four minutes. But yeah, man, I felt good, and then and I remember um, I would call people. Go, yeah, man, it went okay, it went okay. <laughs> I don't call nobody anymore. Yeah, I hate when comics tape themselves and they think they're killing and they're not. 
You know that with the guy? Hey, dude, check it out, dude. And Tony he, Sanchez. <laughs> you know a guy? And Joe Diaz told him, hey, bro, turn that fucking recorder off. You're going to fucking torture us again, cocksucker. Oh, yeah. Or, or they're listening to you in the car on the drive back after oh. leaving the show. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And you know he bombed. You know he bombed. Remember, just ask me, motherfucker. Yeah. I was and there. And they hear this. And they think that's a big laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, check it out. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> No, that's that not a laugh. That was, choked, dog. Yeah, he's clearing his throat, dude. <laughs> that ain't a laugh. <laughs> You're choking this motherfucker, dog. Yeah. Or that same motherfucker that bombs all the time is going to try to tag up your joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, boom shakalaka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the worst, dude. <laughs> well, I have a lot of pet peeves like that. Like, you know what I hate? When, when, when young comics, when they do Ooh. open mic, they ask the DJ or the, the sound guy to play a music, and then they go up on stage and they do a funny dance up on stage, right? And then when it, the music stops and they have to tell the jokes, they're so out of breath they can't tell it. <laughs> I fucking hate Had that to be shit. Me. <laughs> what you used to do that? Nah. <laughs> but I remember when, whenever the they dance. put a, a song and then like I'm all, I go, there be guys who like I know one comic that has the same song go up all the time. And he also does the same thing after the song. Man, put, turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, you've been playing the same song for 20 years. <laughs> this American turn that shit off. You're playing that shit because I'm black? <laughs> no, you told me before the show to play it. Yeah, I dude. fucking hate that shit, dude. Fake ass setups. Yeah. Or they walk up, or they go like this, or they get the long ass intros of shows. That oh. Yeah, he was on E&E, even at the Improv. <laughs> Fucking decade is a lot of people make up shit that were on. Like, yeah, like you, yeah. Go, you go to you go to any fucking comedy show that's that's not at the four main clubs. All the logos are there from stuff nobody in those shows were on. Oh, Mad oh, TV, Comedy Central, Comedy Central, Comics Unleashed, Last Comic Standing. Or you go to a, a club in the Midwest that you've never been before, and you look at the headshots. I feel so fucking depressed because it's like there's a thousand heads you never heard of anybody. And they and all I tried. And it, it makes me so sad. Atlanta Punchline had those. Photos. Yeah. El Paso comic strip. You to see all those photos. And I remember seeing, wait a minute, that looks like Larry the Cable Guy. But it didn't have Larry the Cable Guy on it. It was like a different name. Diana Whitney, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Or you see a comic, this fool used to have hair. <laughs> Or, or some of these guys are like yeah. managers now. I never knew I knew I never liked this motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or then there are guys that like do big numbers and you never heard. Like Hamburger. Remember Hamburger? Hamburger. Yeah. Or Chucky uh, Ducky Quack Quack. Yeah. Quack. Oh, yeah. Like, damn. You don't know about these people. In, in the, or Chinaman. Chinaman Mark Britton. Mark Britton. He sells out everywhere. Right. I don't even know he was Paulo Francisco's roommate. Yeah, he, in fact, you know what I heard that Mark Britton taught Pablo how to do impressions. No way. Yeah, because they were roommates. Really? He taught him to do Schwarzenegger. Taught him to do, you know, some voices. You know, because you know Pablo has that talent, but like you know, uh, Mark brought it out of him. You know, that's what I heard. But Mark Britton is half Asian, and to go up as Chinaman is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because number one, Chinaman is like and the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like calling you like, cool. you know, Beaners, wet back, yeah. wet back, you know what I mean? And then people are clapping, yay, <laughs> wet back is here. Fucking you know I mean? awesome wet or back. Or N-word, you know, it's like, I can't believe, and he's half. 
So he's like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is just as Asian as Mark Britton. And then he then he changed it to Kid um, Walk. Kid Walk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark Britton? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you ever seen him perform? No, Dude, never. He used to I have a beanie, a beanie that, would, that looked like a Chinese man hat, and then a long ponytail, bro. And he'd go up on stage like this, hey and he has a little full man shoe mustache. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. And you know it's racist when no Asians come out to see that shit. No one. It's all white people. <laughs> and he's killing it. Fucking and minstrel go, God show. Damn, huh? man, I love that Chinese guy. You know? And they're like, no, it's fucking racism. He'll be at the loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> but he's made a lot of money, dude. A lot of money, man. A lot of money. Damn, dude. Well, you got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, I, I like the guy. You know? I do. But it's like, you know, I remember one time, a long, long time ago, I was like, yeah, I came to LA. I couldn't. You know what I mean? It didn't work out for me. Because your name is Chinaman. <laughs> and I, I, I'm pretty sure that's offensive to executives and people that run show business. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah man. I'm just, trying to book. I'm trying to get my comedian book. What's his name? Chinaman? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But he or changed Doodoo Brown. <laughs> <laughs> What's your comedian name? Talent. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's hard when a comedian is to have crazy nicknames, huh? Oh, yeah. Funny Pleasure. man. Funny yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Or the funny, funny lady. lady. Oh, that lady was funny. There used to be this lady. <laughs> the fat, yeah. You ever seen the funny lady? It's a black comedian. No. Come on with the bag on. She, that was her name? Yeah, yeah. the funny lady. And oh, she used my. to have props. She used to bring out props. Dude, the funniest joke she had was, he goes, man, y'all trying to kick off Mexicans? If y'all want to kick off every Mexican, Who's gonna wear these boots? And then she took out the smallest little Mexican boots she could find and she put them up on stage. <laughs> Doing these little Mexican boots, and the fucking crowd would die, man. Their fucking mind, <laughs> Who's gonna fuck with the little motherfucking boots? <laughs> that's fucking. That's real. Oh, no. that's, that's real. Re yeah, that doesn't sound real. Yeah, she was a, she, the funny lady, dude. Yvette, funny. funny lady Yvette, and dude. Jay Masada saw her one night at the Laugh Factory on Sunday and in Long Beach, and he couldn't believe her act that she brought up those little boots and all those, um, the long tongue. A lot of men want their ass eating and she turn around and have a long ass tongue. <laughs> and man, he, goes, he looked at me, he goes, buddy, who booked her? Wow. And he walked up to the promoter and he goes, I don't want to see her ever again. Wow. How about a Thanksgiving? Could she eat? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome to show business. And you think she knew that, that he said that? No, she didn't know that. Now she knows. Now she knows. Oh, that makes me heartbreaking, dude. That's heartbreaking. But she's hilarious. I don't know what the <laughs> problem was. Yeah, I mean, it's like Tanya Lee. Was it Tanya Lee Harding, the midget? Oh, yeah, Tanya Lee. Lee. Tanya Lee, right? She used to put the underwear over her face. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, a yeah. comedy store regular, right? Or yeah, she was. Yeah, I, used to, I, I opened for her a couple times back really? in the day, and I'd have to carry her. It's so embarrassing when you have to carry an adult around. She was drunk or what? No, like upstairs, like when you're, you're the only guy and she can't, you know, because she has a wheelchair and stuff, right? That you have to carry her up the stairs, and she's fucking heavy, dude. You thought midgets would be your light? No. Nah, so you're carrying all up stuff, and like I just thought to myself, I can never do this again. It's too much work for nothing. Cause you know, what I mean, it's like you know, it's bad enough doing merch and stuff. But we have to carry your headliner. It's like opening up for Chris Fonseca. <laughs> oh, dude, he, ca he fucking. I've carried that fool before. Huh? Den he lives in Denver. I helped him too, man. And he did a guest spot. Oh my god. <laughs> he brought merch, huh? Not only that. <laughs> now. I mean, 
I couldn't understand. No one could. You got <laughs> fucked up? Yeah. I mean, it was... Fucking wow. fiasco. He's sober now. Oh, he is? He's sober good. five years. Oh, four good. Years. Four good, years. Good, 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 good. Dude, I remember he was... Chris Fonseca was so loaded that these black um, security guards were trying to get him inside the van to drive him to the hotel, and the police passed by. And they thought these two black guys were robbing this guy, and they just knocked him out unconscious. <laughs> That's so, real? So the cops, the cop, yeah, the, the security guard telling me, man, the cop pulling the gun, said, you better let go of him. And I said, what you do? Let go of him, let him fall. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do that? Yeah, they let him fall, and then they waited, and then they said, wow, well, he's a comedian, we're trying to help him. Yeah. Are you sure? And he goes, he's not saying anything. He goes, he can't even say anything. But how does he get drunk? I mean, somebody has to go get the shit for him, right? No, there's beer at the, at the club. Yeah, but at home, if he wants to get drunk, what happens? I don't think he gets drunk at home. Oh, it's only at the clubs? Probably. Yeah, you don't, no, no, no. Where it's cheaper is free. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, but he's not an alcoholic then. He was. He, he was. was. So he must have got some stash at home. But I don't know how that happens. Can, can, he, can, can he, like... Oh, he's he a helper. helper. He'll yeah. have an assistant. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And, and most of the assistants that we had were girlfriends. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And they had to blow them and stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Is that, that, is that bad for me to say that? No, no. but they do. Imagine. I would have a joke that I used to say that well, the way they have said with Chris Fonseca <laughs> yeah. is that they get him naked, his assistant gets him naked. And then he puts the chick on top of him, and then he pushes him down the stairs. <laughs> it's a quickie, though. It's a quickie. It's a quickie. <laughs> you know who Willie Tyler Lester is? Yes. Yeah. I have. His, I saw his one of his original puppets the other week. Oh, you did? Roger Paul's office. Oh, wow. You know, he told me a story once. It made me so gross. He was making love to a woman, because he's a puppet act. Yeah. So he was, after a gig, a girl was in this room, and she wanted... Uh, Lester to be on the edge of the bed, his puppet. So he's like, you know, me tagging her, and then Lester's on on stage on on the bed like that. How creepy is that shit, dude? That's what's up, man. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no fun. Hey man, hey man, I I, I thought you were real funny, but if that puppet ain't there, we ain't fucking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Where's the little guy at? <laughs> wow, that's wow, that's taking fame to the next level. <laughs> Wow. That's his partner. They're going to get a puppet, bro. <laughs> it's a little devil puppet. Yeah. So how much time can you do now? Me? Yeah. I could do it. I could do, uh, I got, I, other day I'd do 30 minutes, but I can, I can do 40. You can? 45. Yeah. So but, you, um, you open for Felipe? I open for Felipe. Yeah. Okay. On the road. You know, do my little gigs and shit. If you ever ever need extra, I need some features, you know. I always have feature yeah, work. Dude. Is that cool? Or no? Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> no, like, you're one of those yeah, guys no, that. that I don't are care. you one of those guys that, like. I want everybody to eat. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, don't be offended. I, I won't be like, hey, bro, where you going over there, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. like, Willie Barsena, come on, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. You're taking my here, openers, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Rodrigo's a good guy. Take him, bro. Take him. He don't even drink or nothing. You don't? No. A little bit of smoke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You can smoke around, man. I give a fuck. You don't drink at all. I remember at um at a you were at a at the Laugh Factory man at the Laugh Factory, Laugh Factory Christmas party many yeah. years ago. Yeah, there was alcohol there. You were kind of nervous. Yeah, I got yeah. I used to get nervous, man. I still get kind of nervous if if I'm at a place where it's not a comedy show, or it's, it's like not a comedy show and there's alcohol there. I start to get nervous. You know, okay, I'm I'm just a regular motherfucker right here. Yeah. But the problem with me though is like I don't like to talk to people sometimes after the show because I'm kind of small. 
And it's like, people get aggressive with me. Or lift oh, you and shit. They'll huh? lift me. They be like, lifting this fool, dog. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, man, you're funny. And they'll grab me by the neck <laughs> and pull me up like that. And I'll be like, dude, let me go. You know what I mean? Or they'll hit me from behind. Yeah. They'll go, hey, you. China guy. And, and they'll hit me like that. And I'm so small. And the security guy not doing shit, They huh? don't do shit. They don't do shit. Just watch. Yeah. They let it all happen. Oh, and, and in the showroom, especially, dude. I was in Miami once. I'm on stage. A girl had her titty out. And she was doing this with her tongue. Like dancing kind of like that. It's like not during music. I'm telling jokes. Right there, sitting in her and fucking yeah, and seat. And they just keep doing it. And then you yell at people and they go, hey, they're having fun. You go, no, dude, this is like, bro, this is like a play, right? It's a if fucking you, show. If you go to see Wicked, right, and you pull out your titty and start going <laughs> like that, fucking they're going to kick you out. Right or no? Yeah, I've, yeah. Never been, I've never been to Wicked, but you know. Yeah, they kick you out. Yeah, they kick you out, right? Yeah, but not, but that. in a comedy club, it's okay. Yeah. Decent exposure, yeah. right there. Fuck it. Or one time I was in Chicago and I get backstage and I feel bad for saying this, but there was a four hundred pound white chick naked in my room. Ugh. Right, and she had her vag, pudgy vag out and everything. Fuck it. Desert Divine, bro. What? <laughs> what? We had a we had a guest her name was Desert Divine and yeah. she's a PBW porn star. Oh, she's huge. She's huge, big vagina. She's six foot two. She's six foot two also. Oh yeah. So what happened? Oh, Who sent her there? No, she snuck in the back. How the, the fuck, fuck is she sneaking? I know. I she, know fucking, she was dressed as a curtain. <laughs> Came with the fucking badge. Huh? She was dressed as a green room, bro. Yeah. And I, 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 I looked at her. I go, get the fuck out of here right now. Shut the fuck. Icky, yeah, wiki. yeah, I can't do it. I, I have. Oh hell I, no. I can't even sometimes get. I can't even get sometimes get hard like in front of like. I can't, you're a hot chick. <laughs> Sometimes I have problems mentally, you know? Like I, I, one time I was in Toronto before my girlfriend. She was hot and I took uh, my clothes off. I couldn't get, I couldn't get erect or nothing. You know what I mean? So if it's a fat and ugly, yeah, there's no way I can. No way, man. Fuck, though, that fool's gonna hide, fool. I'm jaded, like during my, you know, since I was 24, you know, I've been in it, you know what I mean? Knee deep. So now I'm so jaded that like it's got to be good. Oh really hell good. yeah! It's got to be pure, you know. <laughs> and so it's like you know, you know what I've been doing? What? I've been stop watching porn. You can't watch porn no more. You know why? You can get porn erectile dysfunction. You know what that is? What? It's kids now in their twenties that were raised with the in uh, internet. They're so inundated with porn. Anything they wanted. Right, dolphins. Monkeys, they don't give a fuck, right? And now with chicks with dicks, yeah, chicks with dicks. <laughs> and when they see now a real girl and they're in a situation, they can't get erect uh, uh, because of the, all the, the porn they watched. It's a real problem now. Like Men's Health Journal did a fucking article about it. So what I do is like I stop watching it. I'm a case study here. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you still you masturbate to porn every day? <laughs> When have I'm you ever caught him? You caught him? When I'm not in town, though. Not when I'm at home. Oh, at home, yeah. <laughs> no. Like, when you're on the road, you have to kind of sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At home, i got to ask, you know, what are you, what, what are you doing right now? What are you coming back? He's going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, so you... you check this road around, man. There's a lot of traffic. Don't do it. <laughs> check, check, check for a girl. There's a lot of traffic. There, you belong to a side, or you just go, like, you don't care? Like you I don't, I don't care, man. I know which ones are free, and that's it. Oh, hell yeah, X video, man. Pornhub, I don't want to promote them, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, go, I go to Bang Bros first to find out who's new, and then I look them up over there at... Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the Bang Bros, you have to pay for that, right? No, man. Hell you no. find out who's new, 
Oh, because yeah, you find yeah, yeah. out Bang Bro probably has the newest chicks. Yeah, yeah. You go there, find out her name. Yeah. And you go, you go to Pornhub, you find out her real history. <laughs> Tag it. You type find it in. that chick when she had no boobs. <laughs> I, I, I got specific with my porn. Like, I couldn't do porn if it wasn't like a first timer. And then they also have to like talk beforehand, like ask questions, like, "So, what made you want to do this?" Casting I don't calls. know. I need them. Yeah, casting calls, right? The back room. And then I started getting twisted, and I couldn't get off unless, you know, when the penis goes in for the first time, in their eyes, you have to see them question their decision. The windows of the soul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have to go, "Mom," in their, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why did I do this? You know, I couldn't get off if it wasn't like that. And when it gets specific like that, you have a fucking problem. You know? Damn, it's it's, it's kind of like I need that's... tears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> need and tears? I need cleaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know, I don't know, I know what he's talking about because when I'm watching that porno and they're talking to that girl, and then finally, like, like remember that one that that the casting call porno? I don't watch it that much no more because that I, I laugh too much at that one scene <laughs> where the girl was getting it, and then she finally says, "Well, now we're gonna, you know, a lot of these movies, you know, they're looking for girls that could do anal. Are you willing to do anal?" <laughs> Right, and she goes, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she knows she didn't want to, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then she did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell her she was about to get sad, and then somehow the guy who did the video, the porner, the porno, she's about to get sad, and then he, she she fucking switched her face to a puppy face. I can't stop laughing. Can't watch it no more. Cause she had that sad face. Cause she was about to get anal, yeah. and you know she was in pain. And you could see her face going like. Ah, ah. Then I guess switched her face to a, a sad puppy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. he made her emoji, bro. <laughs> Cause you know that would have turned guys off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he goes to Benji here. <laughs> oh. oh, you know who told me about that about that clip? Ha ha. This story, another of a goo opener. You should check him out what? on the bay. He has a tight story. Chris Dorin. All right, I gotta look at him up. Yeah, man. <sighs> He's perfect. Well, how tall is he? <laughs> He's a funny guy, man, from the bay. <laughs> He's little. Yeah, we call him Ha Ha. Uh -huh. Ha <laughs> Mexican? No, he's um, half Mexican, half Irish. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very cool guy. His his dad is from Oklahoma yeah, City. Bro. His dad's a big promoter. Speaking of Irish, you guys watch the fights this weekend? No, I don't watch them. Don't. You don't watch MMA? I do, but uh, I watch the knockout little thing. I don't have cable. Well, you could. You got money though, dude. <laughs> no, I don't like. I like. You're not into that shit, huh? I don't have the time. You don't like watching people fight? No, man. Because <laughs> once they start cutting, and say, you know what, I'm not to fight no more. Because <laughs> in a real fight, man, you're trying to squeeze a guy's dick off, you're trying to bite it off, yeah, you're trying yeah, to bite yeah. an ear. What kind of fighting are you watching, man? <laughs> I want street fights, you know? Oh, yeah, I don't like fight. fights Kimbo where, slice shit. you know, where I look like it's set up. Like, that fight with the Irish guy, I thought that fight was fixed for him to win, you know? You think so? Yeah, Ronaldo? man, you know, because the white man got to be on top, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. like, I, I believe what, what Mayweather said, that UFC was started so white people could be champions again. Because <laughs> for real, there hasn't been a white That's heavyweight really champion. Funny. There hasn't been a lightweight champion that's white. There hasn't been a white good fighter since nah, fucking. Nah, but dude, they have John Jones, man. They got some like you know some Brazilians that are really good, dude. You know, and can I just say this, dude? It's cool. like they have women. Those women are badass. They're badass. You know, it's like you know Johanna Jacek, She's a strawweight champion. She's a fucking beast, bro. And I just I just love women. Just you know, just I find you know I'm I'm into that movement. You know what I mean? And I just love watching everyone fight. The Ronda Rousey fight. 
yeah, I love that fight, but the white, but the lighter weights are fucking fun too, man. You know, I think that's the the lower the weight, the more they fight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just faster and shit. Yeah, it's so fun to watch, dude. You know, but you know, you have your own thing, dude. I'm, I'm not judging you, dude. I can't watch it, man. Yeah. I always feel like it's rigged. You know, yeah. I don't like. I don't like that that the, the whole UFC is made up of one guy only. You know, one guy has to tell you who fights, when they fight. It should be like the like boxing, man. If you ain't good, you ain't gonna fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you think fighters should set it up? Just call yeah. other fighters like, "I'm gonna fight you, dude." And the guy's like, "All right, all <laughs> and right." Then, and then they call Dana White and go, yeah. "We're gonna do this." Oh, that'd be, that'd cool. be better, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. that's where you get the whole setup thing because it seems like it's a dic- uh, dictatorship and not like a commission or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, the UFC kind of fighters don't even get paid as much as a regular boxer. They're bringing in tons true. of money. Oh, yeah. that's fucking true, dude. Like I think that that Ronda Rousey fight totally, they should have got at least thirty million, like fifty million dollars each, which is not a lot of money. You know what they also did, dude? That now Reebok sponsors the whole thing. So, you know, used to fighters used to have like sponsors they could put it on their stuff, right? They can't do that no more. So what? they can get sponsorship money. On their own. On their own, right? So it's gotta be Reebok. Everything has to be Reebok. And so like a lot of fighters that relied on their sponsors can't do that anymore. So then they end up doing stuff like show up at this club and we'll do a meet and greet and we'll pay you some extra money. That which is like fucking bullshit. Pop some bottles and shit. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. So that is right, dude. You're right about that. Because if they got a bigger they deserve way more money. I know, making your fucking head knocked in. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Forever, dog. You're sacrificing your life and this and that. It's like, look at every other sport, like fucking soccer. I mean, people in America Tons. don't like it, but like in fucking Cristiano Ronaldo can own a country. Messi can own a country. You know what I mean? And in that specific sport, like like other people, are, white people are making money. It's fucked up. You're right. So I'm going to stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just got me, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, dog. <laughs> you changed me, dude. What's up, fool? Hell yeah. What's the name of your podcast, so people? Tiger know? Belly, dude. Tiger Belly. You and your lady? Yeah, me and my lady, dude. And uh, yeah, it's it's dude. It's been fun, man. You know. And yeah, I want to say this too. Can I say this? Say it. Um, I've always, you know, lo- I loved you always, man. I've always liked you. I've always thought that this guy is such an original, you know, voice. He's such a good dude. I've known you since fucking the beginning, dude. Yeah, man. Like, how long have you been doing it? Since 96. Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew him since the beginning. Him, when Gabe was nothing, when, you know, we were back when Jeff Garcia was around and <clears throat> all these people. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> back then, when I started, there was no, like, Asians doing it. Margaret Cho was pretty much the only one. So the Hispanic community brought me in. They brought me to the Latino Laugh Festival. I did K Loco, Funny is Funny, and all those shows. And it was through that culture that I got into show business. And I've always loved Felipe, so I really appreciate you having me on the the show, dude, because I need the help. And you know what I mean? And you know, I called, or you called, and we got together, and I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, dog. What's up, fool? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give a shout out to these people from Twitter. Okay. All right, people, here we go. Uh, that's too far. Okay. Jesse Jesse Fuck and James on Twitter. What's up, girl? Or guy. Although <laughs> yeah. we're listening from South Carolina. Shout out to Debbie in San Antonio at Texas Deb70 on Twitter, who listens at work and always spreads the word about us online. Also, also. Amazon search window on our website. Just search for an item on the search window on our homepage at philippesworld.com and the podcast gets a little kickback 
without costing you anything. You should put that on your webpage. Too. I'm gonna, yeah. Because every time somebody goes shopping for something and you go to BobbyLeeLive.com, that's your webpage, right? Yeah. And you have a little Amazon search window. They could go over there and buy Rodrigo's T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, man. You got T-shirts, right? Yeah, yeah man. Fool. All right, you got merch, fool. All right, fool. I'm going to be at the Chumash <laughs> Casino tonight and tomorrow, December 18 and 19, Ontario Improv, New Year's Eve weekend, December 31st through January 3rd. Kansas City Improv. January 14th through January 17th. If you're in Kansas City, come check us out. I'm bringing Rodrigo Torres and Chris Torino. You can find these shows at fans at felipeworld.com and mention you're interested in tickets for the Kansas City shows. They can get free tickets for Kansas only. Only free tickets for Kansas City Improv. Man, don't try to hit me up for any other shows in California. It ain't going to work. Rancho Cordova. That's right. I don't get booked at the punchline anymore because some, the, they don't know what's up at the punchline in Sacramento or San Francisco. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck the booker, whoever books the show. They don't know shit. They don't believe in Felipe Esparza. <laughs> so I'll be at the Rancho Cordova, Tommy T's, January 21st through January 24th. If you own a small business in the area and want to help promote these shows in exchange for free tickets, hit us up at fansatfeliperworld.com. And I'll put a poster on your business, and you'll get free tickets for Thursday or Sunday. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? What you got coming up? Uh, I'm, Dude, I'm at the Fort Lauderdale Improv this weekend, dude. You got to come out because I get like crazy kind of. I get, I'm going to show my geni- genitals. You still get naked on stage? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. If you know when you, when you when you're getting back to people trying to carry you, man, I seen some photo of motherfuckers carrying you, bro. I know. Now I know that you don't want to be carried. Yeah, I don't like it. But some guy trying to carry me. I'm the 44, day. dude. Some guy trying to carry me, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, are you serious, bro? You know, if you hurt your back, you can't sue me, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy. Tr- I didn't think of that, dude. So that the guy did carry me, man. <laughs> Almost dropped me. He doesn't like it. You know, the guy lifted. Oh yeah, it was um the the guy picked him up. Like really, man. I don't, I don't. I don't think people like to get lifted. No. Nah. Only only women like to get lifted. If you're a little girl, <laughs> come on, man. You're lifting a woman to the stairs. Yeah, and people, dude, dude gets dudes get offended too. Like, oh, I you just, want to touch your face? Yeah, you're a yeah. guy. A guy don't even touch my I face. Don't touch my face, dude. Uh, little greasy paws on you. Women want to touch my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or now you gotta put your. You ever, you ever happen to you? You put your hair next to somebody. You take a photo with them, and you come home with lice. <laughs> <laughs> shit hopping. Oh, and don't forget, we got beanies now. We got beanies, people. <laughs> we got the What's So Full beanies. We got a sale going on on our webpage. 25% off your whole order when you order at least $20 and use the code word Xmas with an X at checkout. Sale ends this Sunday, December 20. Order by December 20th and get your order by Christmas Eve. Wow, man, 12 years sober. I was sober 14, 10 14. years. I was sober 14 years. Wow. I was sober 10 before I started doing stand-up. Really? Like in, yeah. in, in like programs and stuff? Yeah, I was in rehab. Oh, wow. Live Again Recovery Home in Saugus, California. Damn. Now you just smoke pot, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> but man, I, um, I know that um, when you fell off the wagon, man, that you go straight to being hardcore right away. Yeah, dude. That's fucked up. People don't... As um, for, we have a lot of listeners, man, who are gonna enjoy your story, and a lot of a lot of our listeners are ex ex addicts, and they always think that um, 
you're going to go back and start. Oh, that was always my mistake that I could just go back and just do one bump every Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. totally, but this, that's your mind trying to convince your, your sure. drug. Because in our head, our drug addict person still lives there trying to get out, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, this fool is trying to get out all the time. Bro. <laughs> what they say is. Dude, what they say is like if you were sh- if you shot like you know uh, you know like let's, let's say you did sixty Vikings a day right and then you got sober for twenty years, when you relapse twenty years later, it's in, in a week you'll be up to sixty again. It does your tolerance doesn't go down. It's always gonna stay there. It's gonna stay there, and that's it's 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 all waiting for you. Oh my that God. monster is waiting for and you. And that's what kills motherfuckers. Yeah, that's why back. I know that if I, I you know I'm fucking forty four. If I relapse right now, I'll be dead. Me too. I know my body couldn't do it. Me too, ma'am. I'm fucking 47, man. If I would do like a, if I thought I feel, man, what if I just do one bump? Nah, you don't. Just a little one. No. But then you can't really take it, huh? Fuck no. Dabs is fucking me up. That's just a little light waiting for a fucking forest fire to start, dog. You have kids? Yeah. How many? Three. Oh my, you have three kids? No, I had this when I was in high school. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You had three kids in high school? No, yeah, one kid in high school and then other ones, but I've I've always had them. I went, I, I lost them when I went into rehab. No, are yeah. they in your life now? Yeah, one of them is my life, and the other one I text, and the other one I like his posts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's good. What? No, that's awesome. Hey, come here. One I like his posts. One texts me, and the other one I just you know. Hey, everyone, everyone, communicate on his birthday. I send him a little package. There. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have a stepson, yeah, Miklo. Miklo. <laughs> and how old is Miklo? Eleven. <laughs> okay, he, Miklo lives with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's two, dad? but I know him. He was. He's um eleven now. Known him nine years. Oh, what does he call you? Felipe. He used to call me guy. He used to call me dad when he gets happy. When I one last come and stand him. He used to call you guy though. Oh, when he first met me, hey guy. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> but when you won last comic standing, he started calling you dad. Yeah. Oh. Nah. He, every once in a while, like. Like there's a bunch of kids around, he'll tell that's my stepdad. He's proud, man. Yeah, he'll tell the little kids, oh, those are my parents right there. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Like cool. when, when, you, when you like you think around little white friends or somebody <laughs> mentions something like, Oh my dad's Mexican. Oh my stepdad's Mexican. <laughs> oh man. He told me about Tapatio. <laughs> His I remember one time he went to a birthday party at a at a birthday party, right? And they had tacos there. And then everybody was watching him because that motherfucker rolling tacos like a fucking taco bender, bro. <laughs> like he was rolling the best tacos. Like, where did he learn that? Why? Well, I don't, I don't want to brag. Eh? <laughs> wow. wow. He got skills. He gets I'm, good grades and shit? Yeah, I'm raising my own co-signer, bro. <laughs> it's okay? Yeah, yeah. He hates school. Hates <laughs> You have kids? No, dude. You going to have any? Well, I, you know, I want one, but the thing is, is that I don't know, man. Because, like, when I, I don't know if it works anymore, you know? I gotta try it again. Can I try it again. <laughs> try it, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want one with this girl. It's the first time I've ever. Seen. I I do want one with this girl. I'm just scared, dude. I'm what, scared because it's like I, the responsibility. No, because I pl- I play like you know I play Fallout Four. You know that game. Yeah. On Xbox, you know I play like twelve hours a day, and I play Destiny. Like I logged in fourteen hours of Destiny that game. So it's like I play so much video games. I don't think that I can do it. Right. Get ready to give life to a little prodigy. Destiny is a long, it's a long game, huh? Yeah, you you have to also do fire team. So me yeah. and Eric Griffin, yeah. we, until two in the morning till nine in the morning, would play Scream. You mean? And it's like it's just a lot of responsibility. So if I had a kid, then I would probably have to negotiate. Like, I can only play for five hours. Damn. Right. <laughs> 
So I, you know, I don't know if I'm willing to do that, but maybe. <laughs> it's a commitment. I mean, I have you know, I've saved up some money. I could do it financially, but it's, it's I don't want to fuck them up either, dude. <laughs> dude, my childhood, I did all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> I blew my cousin. I got drunk when I was like, 11. I blew my cousin. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just weird shit. How old your cousin? Eleven. <laughs> Experimenting, bro. Happened a couple of times, dude. I'm embarrassed by it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I remember. Like we, one time we had like we drank uh, Everclear. Damn. Right? At like Damn. 13, and then probably would make you blow somebody, dog. No, at three in the morning, I just remember doing 69, and then like like flashes of it, and then we woke up naked in a field. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because my parents were so busy with their businesses, they didn't give a fuck about us. And then um, I've done weird shit like that. I mean, I'm not gay. I I, I don't care. About, well, you're looking at me funny, dude. Oh no, no, no I'm you're just looking listening. at me like what the fuck is this? Oh shit? no, 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 I'm just. I'm, trying, I'm trying being no. real. He took him to poly shorts to smack in that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grab yeah. those wrists. <laughs> yeah, I've, no. done, I've done some weird things as a kid, and I, I just you no, know. That's I, all good. Also, like I was molested by a guy with Down syndrome. My dad used to beat me. No, you were molested by a guy with Down syndrome. What, excuse me. You were molested by a guy with Down. syndrome? I said that yes. <laughs> I was yes. Why? No, just just tripping now. <laughs> so convincing motherfucker, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sit down. Yeah, I mean, because starts petting you and shit. When you're molesting somebody, you have to manipulate them. Like yeah. you want some candy. This guy just went, mm, and I did it. I did it. Oh, you just jerked him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're looking at me like that. I'm just, no, I'm just picture my Chris Fonseca in my head right now. <laughs> you want to open? <laughs> you want some Cheetos? <laughs> yeah. But my you know, tan was orange. Ooh. You know what I mean? So you go through, I, I had all this dark stuff happen, you know? Crazy like, dark stuff. And I don't want that for my kid. I want my kid to not experience, you know? But you know what it is, dude? It's me, right? Like, I, it's not like, I put myself in certain situations. I acted in ways as a kid. I put myself there. Maybe that's it too. I'll, but my dad was an alcoholic and he did hit me a lot. So that wasn't me, you know? That's not your fault. That's not my fault. No, that's not my fault. You're fault. It is your fault. It is? It is your fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you wanna, when you have a kid, man, that's what happens when you have a kid. You think about all the horrible shit that happened to your life at that age. So you try to like, you think it's going to happen to him. But you're reflecting all your badness on that little kid. So that kid just wants to go outside and play basketball. You're thinking in your head, this motherfucker, go in there and suck a dick right now. What the fuck? <laughs> no, you think that as a parent because you know yeah. what's out there. Yeah. But this little motherfucker's five. You don't know what's out there. Yeah, like, I, I follow I, my steps onto the restroom. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'd be over overprotective. I Me think. too. I follow my steps onto the restroom. I wait outside. If you go to the restroom and I see some creepy ass fool stand up and go to the restroom too, fuck then that. I'm, I'm gonna knock that fool out. It's, it's yeah, in the bathroom. yeah, 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 yeah. But you guys, but you know better now, opposed to your parents that were crazier and you know whatever under crazy stress. They were and shit. foreigners. They were all, all about their business because they had clothing stores and stuff. So they were like, dad was like into money and stuff. Right. So. Yeah, they're not from this country. They don't. I I feel like I'm aware of the dangers of uh, of American life or whatever, and I could protect them. But there are so many unforeseen things that can happen, and I and I I just you know like my cat got sick uh, like six months ago, and I just I cried. I was really bummed about it because I was thought I was gonna lose my cat. Oh, that sucks. Dude. And it's like imagine it being a kid. Like I don't know. Like you see these tragedies like fucking like Sandy Hook. Bro, if I had a kid at Sandy Hook, it's that's it. I relapse, I'll, I disappear, I, I wouldn't be able to function, bro. I would be devastated. 
Oh, I'd be fucked up. Would you be devastated? I'd be mean, devastated. It would fuck you up for life. I'll be like, that's it. I'm going back to crack right away. You're fucking done. <laughs> yeah. That would be like the only excuse that I could justify myself to be a crackhead. Yeah. And then you. See, All right, later. And you know what pisses me off too, too? It's just like, like you see ISIS and these fucking right, and they fucking do this fucking shit in Paris, you know, and they don't realize. I don't know how the people don't realize is that when you kill one person, it affects a hundred people's lives. Not just a little bit. You devastate it. You know what I mean? And it's like, they killed a bunch of fools, you know? Oh, yeah, and it's dude. like, I don't know how you don't think of that. How do you not think of that, right? That if I kill this guy, it's going to affect 300 fucking people, right? And it's it's going to like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's like a cycle of sadness that you're creating. But these fools, they don't, okay, I'm saying fools. Yeah, right? no, I talk Yeah, these, these, these <laughs> things that, they don't fucking think of that. It fucking drives me crazy, dude. That's what they want. Yeah, yeah they're Why terrorists. Why would you want that? They're terrorizing Yeah, people. they don't fucking value life like we see it over here, dude. Over there, they'll fucking kick a dog shooting the fucking head just like they would a person, dude. He's like the guy who killed those people at the abortion clinic. Oh, that bad. I'm doing shit. it for the babies. Motherfucker, you oh killed older God. babies, motherfucker. No, man. And he killed everybody that was not getting an abortion. He killed the security guard <sighs> inside. He killed somebody who was dropping off somebody. And that's, man, that, you know what? That's humanity. I mean, it's always been like that. Goddamn. And right. it's never going to change. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, it is a little, you know, now people can't get away with fucking scandalous shit like they used to, like cops shooting black people. They used to be able to get away with that shit, and now we have oh, cameras, yeah. we have fucking, you know what I mean, now they have dash cam shit, you know, so it's like, I guess, you know, technology has helped us in that way, but it's like, dude, this fucking new element of this ISIS shit is like, oh my God, it's like, fuck, it's fucked. Yeah, like we just gotta get used to it now. We'll be like Israel. It's ISO, not ISIS, but <laughs> ISO. ISO, yeah, 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 yeah. ISO. My bad, ISO. my bad. You know. What does ISIS stand for again? Fuck, I don't know. Islamic Fucking uh... Islamic State of Iraq and um, Levitan. And Syria. Uh, Levitan is the. That was for? The region. Oh. Oh. Uh, ISIS is Iraq and Syria. But we did, we did create them. <laughs> we created everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they warned Bush if you're gonna go into Iraq, you're gonna make the fucking region uh, un unstable. There's gonna be a civil war, and the disenfranchised are gonna create. You know what I mean? What now? Yeah, you know, we, we see as ISIS, oh, yeah. ISIL. You know, it's like sucks to say, but you know, Saddam Hussein, he was really keeping those motherfuckers. Exactly, at bay. dude. Yeah, man, we got <clears throat> you got these fucking Chias getting all happy, thought they were gonna run the country. Yeah. Oh, dude, pandemonium. We went, we went from porn to fucking the ISIL. Well, yeah, we come with a fucking variety of topics right here on What's Up Full Podcast. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't forget people to buy shit off their search window, though. Amazon. Um, we're not like, we don't, we're not promoted by no Walbury Parker or something. Like <laughs> Audible said no. Uh, I don't like to read, read commercials. <clears throat> What's up, fool? BobbyLeeLive.com. Check Hell him yeah. out, Thank people. you so much for having me on, dude. Thank you, bro. I love you, too, man. Always, right, been man. Good Motherfucker guy. Dog. Always been a good Hell guy. Always been a good guy. Cool as fuck. Or I'm gonna go just I'm gonna end now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome, dude. Of course, dude. <laughs> you know what? Um, Brandon and Easy with that Fanny hook too. <laughs> that was funny. Dude, the feature was Point out the colors of you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay.
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.